This is the Outspoken Podcast. Now that we have learned the classes of food from our previous episodes, I would proceed right away to talk about how we can combine these foods in appropriate proportions and also some other eating etiquettes. So let's go. I'm sure that you've heard about balanced diets. Balanced diet is basically just having all the nutrients that your body needs to stay healthy in moderation. Eating everything in the right proportions. So you're not eating too much. You're not eating too little. You're eating everything moderately. From our knowledge of micronutrients and macronutrients, we know that certain foods are to be eaten in small portions while some are to be eaten in moderation. So you're not eating too much of it, but then you're not eating too little. Now going on to balanced diet. A balanced diet supplies your body with the nutrients that it needs to function, to function effectively. Without a balanced nutrition, your body is more prone to diseases, to fatigue, to infections and low performance. A balanced diet is key to staying healthy. To get the nutrition that you need, most of your daily calories should come from legumes, fruits, vegetables, lean protein and whole grains. To know if your diet is balanced and to have a balanced diet, you need to put two things into consideration. The amounts of the food that you eat and also the mixture of the food. Those are two key things that you need to consider. For example, looking at carbohydrates, the kind of carbohydrates that you eat is more important than the quantity of the carbohydrates that you eat. Foods that provide mainly calories and little nutrition are called empty calories. Empty calories are cake, donuts, pizza, chicken and chips, soda and processed meat these are what we call junks junk food is a term that is used to describe foods that are high in calories from sugar and fat but with little nutritional value they have little protein little fiber little vitamins in them they are with very little nutritional value what makes a food nutritious is not just the kind of food but also the kind of ingredients that are used while making that food cake does not just have low nutritional value because it is cake but because of the ingredients that are used in preparing cake you have lots of sugar and lots of sugar is not so good for your body every day we need a specific amount of nutrient to be in our body to maintain optimal health if we do not eat enough undernutrition and symptoms of deficiency could develop and if you eat in excess you can have obesity or overnutrition that's why you have to eat the right amount of food to stay healthy that brings us to a food pyramid the food pyramid helps us to identify the foods that we can use that we can eat to have balanced diet looking at the pyramid just like the pyramid the top parts are narrow while the bottom is is broader that tells us that the food that are at the top should be eaten at smaller amounts while the ones at the bottom should be eaten at larger amounts so how can we build up this pyramid still in our pyramid starting from the bottom you should eat mostly grains more vegetables eat moderate meat fish eat less fat and for water water is to be taken in just the adequate amount 
Don't worry, we'll get there in a bit. So let's get a little bit practical. When you when say eat more of grains, we're talking about three to eight bowls of grains every day. And for vegetables, at least three servings of vegetables. For fruits, at least two servings. Meat, fish, eggs, and other alternatives should be taking five to eight tail. Milk and alternative, one to two servings. And for fats, oil, and sugar, they should be taken at the barest minimum. Do not cook as if Lot's wife passed through your pot. Do not cook like that. Just add just enough salt, just enough Maggie, just enough seasoning. And I heard that certain people don't even cook with seasoning. I don't know what they use, but they don't cook, but they don't cook with seasoning. So you can find natural things that you could use to cook and your food would come out really nice. So you can check on Google, go to Google. What are the alternatives of using Maggie and salt? And Google would help you with the solution. So back to this, fluids, fluids like water, tea, and maybe clear soup should be taking six to eight cups every day or cups. Do you use cup for, for clear soup? I don't think we use cup for clear soup. I think we see we use bowl. So just measure it up six to eight. Or if you can just have this, just make it four liters every day. So these are the combinations. These are the foods that we need in larger amounts and a little amount every day in your nutrition in your daily diet we have the best mixture of food to combine staple food is the common type of food that is readily available readily available and consumed it should be part of a balanced diet because it's part of almost every food and it's very affordable and provides most of the energy protein and fiber in a meal and sometimes vitamins staple foods do not have all the nutrients that you need because no food has all the nutrients that your body needs that's why it's advice to eat different types of food different kinds of food because no food in itself has all the nutrients that your body needs so while eating your rice you can just have greens and vegetables to give you protein iron minerals and fat then a little bit of fruit to give you vitamin a and c it's not just enough that you eat balanced diet you also need to eat regularly it's at the right time don't be eating your breakfast around 2 p.m if you're someone who gets hungry around let's say 12 then by 11 you should have eaten if you're someone who gets hungry around 9 by 8 or 8 30 you should have eaten so get that you need to eat appropriately you need to eat at the right time you need to eat regularly and you need to eat sufficiently so let's put all of this into practice and eating excess at the same time is detrimental to the health because it can cause you having unnecessary health complications and you do not want that so there's a technique now in chinese or japan where they serve food in small small plates but in different plates so you can see on a, on a chinese or japanese table you can see up to eight plates but not big plates just small bowls on the table that they are using not because they want to have small small plates the technique is there's a way your, your brain responds to seeing so many plates on the table you, you are beginning to feel like ah 
it's a way of making you eat moderately so you're not eating too much because seeing too much of plates there right in front of you already sends a message to your brain that this is a lot but when you when you have just enough then when you're full you are it's easier for you to ah i've eaten a lot and also look at the nutritional value that when they are eating they are not just eating rice plainly they are eating rice vegetable um fruits meats and all of those things so you see all of those things on the table that's why a number of them are healthy so what are the kind of foods that you really should avoid you should avoid or limit your intake of highly of highly processed foods of added sugar and salt of refined grains trans fat alcohol and red meat just like a normal principle that we live by that not what what works for you might not work it can also be related to food kind of food that's healthy for you might not be i might be allergic to it might not be good for my health so we also need to understand those things too lastly for today's episode let's talk about a controversial topic when should we drink our water before food during food or after food let, let, let's talk about it what do you think when you think about food just like i am now and your stomach starts preparing your digestive juice to digest the food consumed so just by thinking about it your stomach already releases digestive juice to help you to help you digest your food just by thinking about it in a case like that when you drink water right before you eat your saliva and digestive fluid will get dissolved moreover water gives us a feeling of fullness so that makes us eat less but once the water is digested we would again become hungry and that would make us eat too much according to ayurveda you should drink 20 to 30 minutes before eating anything at all now let's talk about what happens during the meal drinking water while eating is allowed but that doesn't that you gulp a whole jelly can of water while you're eating <laughs> You can have a few small sips of water in between bites. This will make the food tender and easy to digest and will help in breaking it down to smaller particles. This would further help in digestion and won't strain your digestive system. What happens when we drink water right after our meal? Drinking water after your meal should be avoided at all costs. Water diminishes the digestive fire as it acts as a coolant that can interrupt the digestive process. And remember, it also dilutes the digestive fluids, making it harder for your system to digest the food that you've taken. So once you're done eating, wait for at least 30 minutes before you drink water. And in a case where you've eaten peppery food or oily food, there's a probability that you become, become thirsty after eating. So if that is the case, just take two to three sips of lukewarm water, not cold water, just lukewarm. And there's something that I've been trying to do recently, not taking cold water, even at options where every time I go to buy water, they always give me cold water. I'm like, no, please, can I get ordinary water? So I'm not, I'm, as much as I can, I'm trying not to take too much cold water because too much of cold water is not so good for the body. So that's all for today, guys. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Outspoken Podcast. 